So now on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into two different clips tonight. One out of Chicago and oh, brace yourself for that one. And one out of New York. Now we know Chicago and New York has been cities that a lot of people that have come from south of the border has been shipped to. And it's been causing issues and problems for those particular cities. And shout out to New York and Chicago. There's a lot of good people in those cities. Um, every time I go to any of the cities where the brothers and sisters are at, I always get love when I go. So we had one of our brothers um, send us these actual clips and appreciate brother James uh, for that. He went to AfricanDiasporaNews.org. We have a contact form. You can fill out a contact form. You can send us links. You can send us uh, pictures, things like that. Cause when you tell me something, give me a link, give me some sort of evidence that we can look this stuff up and let me know what's going on. That's the best way to get in contact with us. AfricanDiasporaNews.org. And you have the contact uh, form there. Utilize it just like last night. Jason Lee, you know, Sister Demetria passed that particular link on to me. Um, of course, she's not going to use the form. She has direct access. But on this first clip, what we're going to get into is Chicago. Well, you know, a lot of you brothers and sisters in Chicago are struggling, right? You're struggling. You're trying to make ends meet. You're paying taxes. I know you see the title. Well, I want you to listen to this. Now, do any of you in the city of Chicago who could be listening are you getting paid $135 an hour? Uh, not a day, an hour? Let's roll that. Voices obtained by NBC5 Investigates show employees of a private company, Favorite Staffing, which run the city's migrant shelters, have made at least $135 an hour, in some cases more. In one invoice, a facility manager made $14,000 in a week in December. Okay, let me just stop for a second. $14,000 a week this man was making some of you don't even make that in in even half a year in chicago another invoice shows a nurse earned more than twenty thousand dollars in one week those figures do account for overtime to see invoices like that are disgusting they're outrageous and they should be cause for an investigate an immediate investigation do you have an accounting for all the dollars you're going uh, no, we haven't been. And I think that's uh, the big concern that came up today was that we're willing to accept federal dollars. We're willing to give dollars to these issues, but we need to see where every penny is spent. NBC5 investigates filed public records requests three months ago. So far, we've received just two invoices, contracts, and a spreadsheet showing since October the city has spent at least $83 million on companies and organizations that provide care to the 13,000 migrants now in Chicago. As you saw, ladies and gentlemen, $83 million of your tax dollars went for the care of just 13,000 people when yet the city of Chicago has millions of people there in at least in the, in the city and the surrounding areas, right. That needs to be taken care of. The homeless population in Chicago is majority black American and they're not getting any of these $83 million of funds. Let's continue. Alderman voted Thursday to accept another $33 million in federal money, but raised some concerns that it comes without knowing where the current dollars are being spent. Something we asked Mayor Brandon Johnson about. Can you and your administration commit to being more transparent and release some of the documents that have been withheld? So let me just make sure that you're clear and everybody else is clear here. Every single Monday, there's a conversation with Alders. 
who are part of a working group. Every Friday, there's an email that is sent so that all the alders could see it. We have released information providing the details of the fact that when we appropriated the first $51 million, I was the person that said that the vast majority of it went to staffing. Now, if you're looking for some more specific items, what you want to know about, like how much this costs for spoons or forks, I just want you to be very clear that we have released a very detailed response of how we are dealing in addressing this humanitarian endeavor. If you're asking for us to do it on a more regular basis, of course we can do that. Well, ladies and gentlemen that live in Chicago, as you heard, they're getting $33 million from the federal government to, to help with those costs of 13,000 people. I think the, $33 $33 million should be going to the citizens of Chicago. But yet this is the policy of the Democrat party. You see, if these Democrat mayors actually had a backbone and say, we're not spending city funds for anything. These people come over here. They on their own. They on their own. I was elected by the citizens of Chicago to take care of them. These people did not vote for me. They're not people I'm obligated to take care of. Listen, I hear their stories. I hear it, but I'm not obligated to do anything. I have to take care of the citizens first. And then once all the citizens are taken care of and they got all the services they need, we got a homeless population out here that is about to get ice cold and snow out here in Chicago. And I have a, a, a homeless population that I have to get off the streets and get them some sort of shelter. I, we got to do this. We got to take those funds to do this. I don't have time for that. Now they can go to, to somewhere else with that. They got states like Montana and Idaho and Wyoming and all these places that, that don't have many people at all. They can go there. Why are they coming here? See, the, if you had a backbone, that's what you would say, because that would be the right thing. And then if you had a backbone, you would tell that even the Democrat party, Hey, we're not a sanctuary city anymore. So if you come here, don't expect not a single service. We're not helping you. Matter of fact, we're going to actually take you and drop you off over there uh, with the federal government that they build it and you can stay over there. You're not staying here in our police stations. You're not uh, taking our services. It's just not happening because what's going to happen is Brandon Johnson is going to be a one term mayor too. see these Democrat people do not care about the political life of Brandon Johnson. They want to use him just as much. They're using Mayor Adams. The only difference with Mayor Adams is that Mayor Adams is starting to speak out now. And the Democrats are angry with him now for even dare speaking out about what's going on. Now, Brandon Johnson, he didn't speak out against the situation as of yet. He, I guess he's not up to his neck with it. Right. But you're seeing what the priority of the Democrat party is taking your tax dollars in the millions of dollars and using it on other people. That has been the Biden policy, taking American tax dollars and using it on everyone else except the American people. They talk about the infrastructure deal and, and all of that, you know, inflation reduction. And, but yet you're giving you $80 billion to the internal revenue service that doesn't help people at all. I sure can take $80 billion and do a lot of good with it for people. You understand? Hell, $80 billion, shoot, you should have gave somebody, 
you know, people who struggling should give, give them another stimulus. That'll kind of help people. People would love to get another stimulus, right? What if you say, Hey, you know, people that got children, something like that, let, let's, let's go ahead on and spread that out to those people. Let's help incur. Let's help with daycare costs instead of giving $80 billion to the freaking internal revenue service. Now, even though upsetting as that video is, and it, and it is upsetting that people are getting paid $20,000 a week. Some people is not even making that in a year sometime. And yet these people are getting paid $10,000, $135 an hour. You know what? You should be telling Brandon Johnson in Chicago, Hey brother, what do I sign up for them jobs? I'll go work that job for 135 dollars now. Hell yeah, sign me up. I'll go over there. Cause that's where all the money at, right? A lot of money's over there. So y'all should be at the next city uh, uh hall meeting and Brandon Johnson there and every person that who who knows this information now that got put out. You should be going in at that meeting. You should be telling Brandon Johnson, hey, Mayor Johnson. Where do I sign up for that job that's paying $135 an hour? Because, hey, I got to take care of my family too. So I go do it. Where do I sign up at? Because I need that. Because all my tax dollars are going over there. So at least let me go over there and make $135 an hour. Y'all should be at this, y'all should be doing that. Just as much how these, these, uh, these folks going to school board meetings acting a freaking fool about some stupidity. Y'all should be at that city council meeting and going in about all y'all tax dollars with this situation. It's going to take the people taking a stand against these bureaucrats who's just bleeding dry the taxpayer and say, no, you're not going to do this. They should not be easy. Cause see, it's one thing just to complain about it, but y'all have to actually go to the city council meetings, go, you know, when they're campaigning, you have to say, Hey, this is not going to be the deal. You have to do that. Now, what's even more disgusting than this information that just came down the wire here, and shout out to NBC Chicago for, for putting that out. Remember, Mayor Adams has said that the city, as people know it, won't be the same, that New York will be destroyed. He admitted that. The Democrats were very angry with him for saying that. Angry. Instead of helping him fix it, they were angry because Mayor Adams should be taking the brunt of all their policies and shutting up and not saying a word. Now, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and all the other Democrats went to do a press conference in New York to speak about what's going on over there. And the people of New York, they showed up. Let's go ahead and roll that. to see for themselves what the migration dynamic is in our nation. And what we saw where with children, families, people that want to work, people that are fleeing violence, people that are fleeing uh, environmental disasters. We now, you know you heard some brothers and sisters back there talking about the Democrats and listen to the word he said, they're fleeing. They're fleeing their homelands. They're running away, right? Because they want to work. Well, a lot of New Yorkers want to work too. 
It's a lot of them that want a job, especially in our community. We want jobs, but you worry about them going to work. And the you no know, looks looking at the tone, they don't care about the people. They can care less how angry the people is. And I hear people of all nationalities screaming, actually, out there, which is good. So many stories, heartbreaking stories, manifest itself here. But I think these are folks that will take New York City to a better place. Every crisis presents great opportunity. There's hope and opportunity in this building. So I wanted to thank all my colleagues for coming. As you can see, this is a contentious issue, but we are all Americans, and we all believe in the American dream. Yes, the Americans for the American dream. Once again, Americans for the American dream. Those people are not Americans there. They're not Americans at all. The common denominator, the American dream. We believe in it, and we will fight for it. With that, Okay, so you want them to get work authorizations and they're going to lowball wages. And what's going to happen is when they lowball those wages, guess what happens to New Yorkers? They're going to start losing their jobs. That's exactly what's going to happen, New Yorkers. So the moment they get work authorizations, be prepared for layoffs. They are prevented from getting jobs, they are prevented from employment, and that is part of the strain on our public systems. into a corner. We will fight for these common sense solutions. TPS for the Venezuelans. Now, if you want to know what TPS means, it means temporary protected status so they can stay here in this country. Extension. They already have TPS. Work permits for people that just want to work for their families. Additional funding, yes, for New York City needs more funding so we can get this done. God bless you, America. We love you. Well, seems like some people are not very happy with the Democrats right now. I bet you they didn't expect that because you saw kind of like their faces like, oh, shoot, man, they actually pissed off with us. Yeah, because New York City is being ruined and it's Democrat policies that's just basically doing it. See, those Democrat policies are very, you know, fun to say and all that little catchphrases and sloganizing, saying, oh, we're a sanctuary city and oh, we welcome everybody and, and okay, fine. And then when everybody comes your way, now you're angry. See, the border states in Texas, and that's where I'm broadcasting from, been dealing with that forever. Our border towns in Texas have been taking these people forever. And these border towns aren't your Houston's or Dallas, San Antonio, Austin. No, that, it's not that kind of 
money coming into those cities, right? Those cities on the border are, you know, a lot of poor communities. And those poor communities have been taking in all these people. And those communities have been complaining for a very, very long time. And now because they have been going to New York, they've been going to Chicago, they've been going to LA, or they've been going to all these cities that claim they're a sanctuary city. And now look what happened. So since that being said, and now you're seeing what the issues are with the policies of the Democrat party, what are you going to do about it in 2024? What are you going to do? Because if you go out in 2024 and you go vote for those same people that you saw talking to you, that has no empathy for you. None. They have no sympathy for you as, as a New Yorker. As a Chicagoan, no sympathy for any of you. They stick to script. That's what you saw. Stick to script. Forget what the people say. They're supposed to be your constituents in New York. They're supposed to hear what you say, write down and take and give an account for what they do because they're supposed to be your representative. But these politicians in America, what they, they think, they think, okay, I'm in office. Yeah, 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 I'm your representative, but I do whatever I want to do. I follow what the party say not what the people say. You understand? And this 2024 election has to be a referendum on the Democrat party, because if it's not a referendum on the Democrat party and the policies of Joe Biden, you're going to get more of that. And what mayor Eric Adams said about the city will be destroyed. is coming to you. I don't see how anybody wouldn't, would not be upset at how they responded to them. They talk about American dream for everybody else. But what about the New Yorkers American dream or people in Chicago's American dream? What about theirs? People in Chicago making $135 an hour, but, but the citizens of Chicago can't get those jobs. I'm talking about the average citizen. You got people in the streets in Chicago right now sleeping on the freaking street, but you got people who didn't even vote for the Democrats. They sleeping in shelters. And, and you remember we covered, they want to put up a tent city in Chicago while the 76% of the homeless people in Chicago are black Americans. So they're going to be in the streets, in the snow, trying to find somewhere to, for shelter. But those, those other people, they'll have somewhere to stay. That is betrayal of your constituents. That is betrayal of the American people, American you know, society is that's utter betrayal. No other country would put up with that. None. Why you think they don't go to all those other countries they pass up? Why you think they don't do that? Because they know they can't go to Brazil and do that. They know they can't go to Ecuador and just show up and get all that. They know they can't go to Costa Rica, Panama and do that. They know that they for sure can't go to Mexico with it. But they said, let's go to the United States because those people over there, we know there's a Democrat party that's running right now. And their policies is to say, screw the American people. It's about our agenda. And when you heard what Ocasio Cortez said, right? We need to get these people work permits. I promise y'all in New York, the moment they can get those work permits to those people, a lot of you not going to have a job. You think it's tough right now with a job? It'd be a lot tougher without one. The way these these people are going with this Democrat Party, 
they, it's kind of reminding me how the Vietnamese, when they first came to Port Arthur, originally where I'm from, Port Arthur, Texas. When the Vietnamese first came in, I kind of remember that in the 80s. They would stay nine, ten people to a house. That's what they would do because they couldn't really afford anything. But I because I remember the Vietnamese family that actually lived right across the, in the black community, living right across the street from me in the black community, right? It was, you know, I remember those kids. I mean, we playing, used to play with some of those kids, right? And, you know, I would talk to them and, and find out, you know, about their moms, their dads, all the different family members they would have. They start getting shrimp boats over there. They would start getting convenience stores or different little things they would do, nail shops, whatever they would do. And then one by one, a family would move out until the person that actually got the home, they'll stay there. Then that person eventually left the black community, right? And I guess they went on over to Nederland or Port Natchez or whatever, you know, uh, where a lot of white people was at in that time period. What's going to happen with this economy, black people, and in the route they're trying to go in the cities, people going to have to start staying like the Vietnamese did, five, ten to a house. Because that's the, that's the, what the route Democrats want. I'm telling you. Those people get those work permits like they're talking about, and you're going to see a lot of layoffs because why would they pay you $15 an hour when they can pay one of them $6 an hour or just minimum wage? What's minimum wage? Seven, seven an hour? Yeah, okay. They can get away with not paying them minimum wage because they can just pay them under the table as a 1099, right? Those people are not going to complain about not getting paid minimum wage. They're going to keep their mouth shut because what a lot of these corporations do is threaten them. Like, well, if you go complain, I'm going to call ICE. That's, and that's what they do to keep their mouth shut. So to see a citizen, they can't do that. So I got to pay you right. So those people get those work permits, expect layoffs in New York, expect layoffs in, in, in Chicago, expect layoffs in LA, wherever they're going to expect layoffs. They all listen, y'all talking about capitalism, predatory capitalism, and it's very predatory, right? That's a form of capitalism I think could be good, but unfortunately a lot of people are predators with it, right? And predatory capitalism says this, my greatest cost is labor. So if I can go hire 20,000 people from Venezuela, El Salvador, wherever they come from, and I can pay them all $7 an hour versus paying these Americans $18 an hour, I'm going to fire all the Americans and I'm going to pay these people seven, seven dollars an hour. I have gained money all the way around. I don't have to pay certain taxes because I'm going to pay them like a, maybe even a 1099 or something like that. Not even a W two employee while I'm paying state tax, federal tax, all of that. Right? So I'm saving money all over the place as a business owner. And that's how they think folks. This is how they think. These major corporations who can afford to pay you $20 an hour, they still want those people to do those jobs. You look at even Silicon Valley, they import a lot of East Indians here and a lot of people from uh, China or whatever. They still pay them less than what they would pay an American. They bring them in under, um, you know, those uh, work visa basically to do jobs in Silicon Valley. It's all so the corporations can get a bag more than what they're getting now. Cause what they're getting now is not enough. They got to squeeze every booger out of George Washington's nose. You understand? But 
the greatest threat to that plan is the people. When the people take a stand and say, no, I'm not going to allow you to cause my family to have them be living with eight to 10 family members just so you can get a bag. No, if the, I know you got these politicians on the payroll. This is what the people have to say. I know this. I know you banks control the politicians. I understand that you corporations, your Walmarts, your, your targets, whoever. I know you donate to these campaigns. I know. And they do you, they do your will, whatever that may be. But what y'all gonna have to do people. This is when I talk about getting registered to vote. You can't really not do nothing about it. If you don't register to vote, you need to register to vote and say, okay, Cortez. Oh, you siding with him. Oh, uh, Jamal Bowman. I see you back there. You siding with him. And all, all other Democrats that I see, you see up there with them. You cool with this? Okay. All right. Start writing names down. Like I said, but somebody told me they was going to, they said they heard my idea. They want to do it. Fine. Go ahead and do it. I said, y'all need to build a database of, of politicians that are anti uh, the people and definitely anti black in a, in a politics, right? Make sure you put down on that website, the name, the picture, party affiliation, and when it's time to go and vote, when they term ends. And just like, you know, I, I remember when Julius Malema in, in South Africa said, you know, if you're in the EFF, if you're not registered to vote, you're going to get kicked out. Like, what good are you if we can't get out there and vote for anything, right? So this is the time when you talk about voting, voting people out. And also at the same time, voting people out but having someone from the grassroots that's known in the community, right? Someone, you know, who's going to do the right thing that everybody can vote in a block for this person. All these, you know, the, these people, these career politicians, I'm telling you, they don't care about the people. They care about party, not people. If you don't go do something and shake things up in 2024 and put Biden and the Democrats back in there, you're going to lose your city. You will be saying eight to 10 people to a house. You will be eating beans and rice every day. You're going to be eating maybe the most meat you can get is some slimy ground meat. And everybody knows that people throughout the world don't even want American ground meat because it has, because it is made with pink slime. Look it up. It's a lot of things that they sell you in this grocery store that other people in other countries would not want. They don't want American pork. They don't want American beef. They don't want chicken. They don't want no meat coming from America. It's a whole lot. Of, it's a list of things other countries refuse to take from America. Even certain cereals that they sell here, you can't buy overseas. Or what I've seen from travel is that they would take, let's say a Sprite. Sprite over here, so much sugar. Keep drinking that. You gonna get diabetes. But then when I bought it, I got a Sprite in Turkey. It had just enough sugar where it was good, but not over, you know what I'm saying? And I'll tell people, I, that's the only time I drink uh, maybe a soft drink, and I wish I never drink that mess unless I'm overseas because they don't like all that sugar. And they don't like putting too much salt in things too. Now the African continent, oh man, they, they cook very good. You know what I'm saying? But it's not over salty or nothing like that. But y'all have to take a stand. Are we really going to go through some hard times? Because Biden and, and, and Kamala is just not up to the task. Their allegiance isn't to the people. It's to the corporations and, and the other interests and whoever's controlling Biden. Because, you know, out of his own mouth, he said he's just following orders. 
He's going to get in trouble. I mean, he said it many times, right? Like he's working for somebody else. So that's not a good thing. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you have a choice to make in 2024. And I'm going to sit here and see what choice you make. You want to choose economic struggle. You want to choose to start having to live seven, eight, nine, ten to a home so you don't be on the street. I know all of you want to have your own place, right? I know you don't want to live with a bunch of family members, but you may have to do live with family and put and pay bills together. You may have to, because it's better to do that than be on the streets sleeping, especially a place like New York. It gets snows and everything. And even it don't even matter if you're not in New York and it don't snow. If you're in a place like Houston, it really don't snow every blue moon in May. We, we keep, if you look at those policies, right? Anywhere black people are at, because, you know, now Texas Republican state, but Houston is a Democrat city, but we don't have that issue like these other uh, cities. So I can't really mention much about Houston, but what black people is going to do LA, black, the majority of homeless population in, in just California period, or even through America, it's black American people. We can't just keep voting 80 to 90% Democrat when the Democrats are literally taking all our tax dollars away and giving it to other people. That's not right. That's not what you voted for. You didn't. Okay. You got Trump out fine. You got him out, but look what you got in, in, in replacement. This country can't sustain what it's doing folks. It can't. The breaking point going to come. And you know what? That this is there. When the breaking point come, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Jamal Bowman, and all the other Democrats that's there, they're going to be fine. They're not going to suffer what you're suffering. I promise you they're not going to suffer that. They're going to be riding around their electric cars and and, and going shopping at Whole Foods, anywhere else they want to shop at, and they're not going to deal with the brunt of the problems. They're fine. Trust me, they will be A-OK. Joe Biden, he's going to go back to Delaware and, and live his life. He's not going to be dealing with no issues, no problems with these people, but you are. See, they're not going to lose their jobs. Okay, if they get voted out, whatever, they're still going to be good. But you, you, be, you better think, ladies and gentlemen, New Yorkers, you better think. Chicagoans, you better think. Look at what's happening. Don't take this serious if you want to. And I really don't want none of this bad to happen to any of you. Trust me. I know how it feels to struggle. I've been there. And that's what, what inspires me to work hard is I don't want to go back to that. And I don't want to do nothing to cause myself to go back to that either. Nothing in my life I'm going to do to try to sabotage myself. Listen, in my personal life is no way I see something's trying to harm me and I'm going to and choose to continue having that in my life to keep harming me. The first thing I'm going to do is get rid of the, the problem that's harming me and then make things right. And that's what you have to do. So you, when you vote, you're going to choose either struggle. You're going to choose living in a house, eating only beans and rice and soup, ramen noodles, because you can't afford nothing else because the groceries are too high. Or you can shake things up and say, Hey, the first thing we need to do is get, you know, we already know who, who to vote for to get the people go out of my city. We already know that. I ain't got to really tell you much more than that. 
at this point, it's not about liking people. It's not, it's about results. And when you know, good and well, the last time he was getting them out, they were, they was moving out. I guarantee you if New Yorkers saw, saw that going on, they'd, they'd be happy. But let me know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, like I said, let me know. I could be completely wrong. Maybe I got the whole thing wrong. Maybe I do. Maybe this is okay to you. Maybe it's okay for the rents to be where it's at. Maybe the evictions, which is through the roof. Maybe you're okay with the Democrat policies that, that created some of this mess. There's just, just maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'm reading too much into it. You may feel this is a necessary sacrifice. Um, for the greater good. So everybody else can have an American dream while you suffer. Maybe, maybe, maybe like I said, I could be wrong. You let me know. Like I said, I, I, I've been wrong about things in my life. I'm not perfect. I'm not, but you let me know. But if I'm not wrong, if I'm not wrong, if I'm not, then you better get yourself registered to vote and you better get out there. <laughs> like the people say, get your, get your booty to the pole, right? Get your booty to the polls and get them Democrats out. If not, they going to have a job. They going to have a place to stay. And you either going to be on the streets or you're going to be living uh, a 10, 12 to a house, eating beans and rice and ramen noodles. It's your choice.